Well, not a, anymore because now it's Eric Adams, who I did not vote for. I don't like him because he's a police officer from New Jersey. He's the wildest na- uh, mayor we've ever had. Tell me. Are you keeping up with oh, him? Oh, I'm not keeping up with Eric Adams. <laughs> the la- he I mean, is wild. I, I've seen a couple of interviews with him. He seems, it, at least in the interviews I saw, he seemed totally no it's not about the interviews it's what he's doing doing? outside of the what's he doing outside he is just walking around the city living his best freaking (laughs) life he's going to every single fire station in new york city and he's taking the fire pole (laughs) he's an inspiration he takes videos of him going to all the fire poles all right why aren't you sending these to me I just start laughing. <laughs> he's just doing shit like that. He's just walking around the city. And oh yeah, he went to a skate park the other day. And he just asked some kids if he could skateboard. And his team went, have you ever skateboarded before? And he said no. And no. he skateboarded anyway. <laughs> Lest we forget, this is the man who whose campaign video showed us how to check around your home for hidden guns and drugs that your children are just stashing all over your house. I mean, I really don't like him, but I can't argue that it's not funny. We thought we had friends, but we don't have friends. So we found some controversial comedians. Now no one will watch TV. Should we talk about Sex in the City? Yeah, let's talk about Sex in the City. All right, we're back. Do, do, we're do, back. Do, 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 there's no theme song. This uh, is there a theme song? No, there's no theme song. It's really upsetting. It's just like they, they yeah. start doing stuff and then and then you just get the and just like that. And just like that. Yeah. Well, it's Lillian and it's Ethan once again. I'm Lillian, and I'm Chris Say from last week. <laughs> So, so don't go tell Chris I did that. Episode six, Diwali, uh, or I, <laughs> I forgot the name. <laughs> <laughs> or as it probably should have been called, still here, still sad. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this was a, a tough watch for me. This was this was really difficult. What made it even harder is I've been I've been, I think I said this a bit ago. I've been watching some of the old Sex in the Cities, just like. Mm-hmm. I don't know, just like very, very slowly making my way through them. I think I'm on like season three now. She just met Aiden, um, where I'm at. What a disappointment. Yeah, and Aiden told her that he can't date a smoker, and she like flushed <laughs> the toilet or something. It was so funny. Um, and and I'm just like, God, this is so good. It's so fun. And then I go to and just like that, and I'm just like, what the fuck were they thinking? Oh, yeah. It's fucking terrible. The one thing that I didn't know until the very end of this episode is that this episode was written by an Indian woman or an Indian American woman. <laughs> okay. I you wouldn't didn't know, know that person I watched it. <laughs> Why were there... I swear to God, they called the episode Diwali. There were like five seconds of... There was the scene in the... In the um, the sari shop. The sari shop. Uh, and Carrie ends up not wearing a sari to the party. She wears a different type of dress. <laughs> So there was that. And the mohawk flower thing. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It was, well, it was just silly. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. 
Carrie is allowed to be invited to this party. Carrie's allowed to go, even though it's not her culture, because her friend invites her. She's allowed to go. Uh, I think it's almost like a wedding, maybe, where you're not supposed to, like, outshine the bride. I don't think you're supposed to wear the most insane fucking thing at the party. Well, it's not a wedding, though. It's like a... I actually have no idea. I know idea it's not a wedding, but I'm just saying, I think it's an event that it's not yours, you know? What you're it, not supposed to be the center of attention with your wardrobe. What an opportunity to actually teach the audience about what this Indian holiday is. And what a fucking dropped opportunity. I, I left this thing. episode called Diwali knowing nothing about Diwali. Well, here's the thing. Carrie, Diwali, every fucking year in New York, you know it's Diwali. Like, it's a big thing in New York City. It's a big fucking thing. As I soon as I... Knew. Oh, wait. That's the one where they do the colors, right? Yes, yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why as didn't they do that? You, you know about Why didn't they, they do didn't that do in that. this episode? They didn't do that. But also, I'm just saying, like, Carrie's lived in New York City for how many fucking years... She has no idea what this is. She's like, I've never heard the word Diwali when they're talk when uh seems talking about it. She has no idea. <laughs> How has she lived in New York this long? She never goes downtown, I guess. I know. It's uh, I will say the food. She never goes to Queens. Oh, speaking of not going downtown, what was the line she was like she was like uh like I don't live I can't live downtown. I, I never, I've never lived downtown. I don't like downtown. Her apartment is downtown. No, it's not. It's it's no, the West Village. Is, no, 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 no. Where they shoot the exterior is the West Village. In the show, she lives on the Upper West Side or Upper East Side. I forget which one. Okay, whatever. Get real. <laughs> okay, but Get the exterior real. is on is downtown. We know that. Yeah, but that oh. is a film thing. In the show, she lives uptown. Is that? Are they allowed to do that? Yeah. TV, they can film a that, They can film something somewhere and say it somewhere else. That's fucking Hollywood, baby. Wow, that's um, I can't believe a good portion of this episode was just dedicated to a beeping sound. <laughs> that had more screen time than Diwali did. <laughs> Diwali got one fucking scene. The beep got half the episode. Did we? We never found out what was causing that beep, did we? We never found out. No, that's that's just bad writing. I, I want to know. <laughs> I want to know where it came from. It's all this dedication and nothing. I uh, mean, I so I've seen this one before. Okay. I forgot that Diwali had no screen time, and I forgot how much screen time this beep gets. It's the whole episode. <laughs> I was just like, what is? This? I was like, check your fucking smoke alarm. I was like, <laughs> well, people did come. They, she's like, I need someone to come to five D again. And they still didn't tell us what it was. I like, I like Wait. how Anthony was like, just slam the dishwasher, just fucking yeah. beat the dishwasher up. It'll stop. It's definitely the dishwasher. That's actually. Probably it. But she also lives <laughs> in a very fancy apartment, so I feel like it's... So, so let's, let's talk about this apartment. Thoughts? Let's talk about this apartment. It's very, it's very white. It's very bright. It's very uh, characterless. Well, do you know what happened to me during her like shopping for apartments but not wanting this apartment? Tell me. I was trying to uh, relate. I was like, oh, how would I feel <laughs> if I had been shopping for this apartment with my personal real estate agent for months? Mm. And I was like, this isn't a problem that people have. No. This isn't a real... She has a gorgeous apartment. Her apartment that she has, that she's had since she was 20, is gorgeous. Mm. She's oh, yeah. made up a problem for herself. Oh, I would love that apartment. That her. Yeah, me her, too. Why would she? Yeah, she's like, I don't want to be one of those people that 
that says they've lived in the same apartment for 50 years and yada yada if it's that apartment that's okay yeah if she's living with four roommates still to this day get out of there but it's a great apartment and if you do want to move it's like not that time sensitive also okay this kind of pissed me off the whole thing about her trying to find a new apartment was all about like this apartment is full of of memories of big it was our apartment Mm -hmm. it's our shared space there are records everywhere big died here and then uh she she goes to i think at the end right she's in her apartment and she has all of big stuff and Mm -hmm. she and she's like yeah i don't want to let this go and it's like then keep your fucking apartment because it's a great apartment what so wait are you talking about her and big's apartment or her apartment her and big's apartment i understand why she's letting that go I because he died there. Because he slipped and fell in the bathroom, and every time you're there, you would think, remember I mean, that time my husband died right here? He straight up died in there. <laughs> I'm talking about her apartment. Her yeah, apartment then, from the original series. But the whole thing is is she's like, she's like, I can't take the memories, and then she brings all these memories into her apartment. Uh, so, but that's because she went through a whole journey with a facelift. So, uh, she's processed. Um... <laughs> One of the craziest things to me in this episode is the storage palace she has purchased for herself. I'm so glad you said that. I was like, this is not a storage unit. This is not a storage unit. This is an office space. This is a a $20,000 a month office space, not a a storage unit. (laughs) They walk into that place because one of the last times I helped Jason move, he got a storage unit for a bit. And it was like... The mattress was the last thing you put in there, oh, yeah. and it was like you shove the mattress in, and it holds everything in place, and close that gate. I still have nightmares of trying to navigate around Manhattan mini storage. Yeah, and trying it's... to stuff everything into my unit, and trying to take everything out. That was the worst. But it's also it's not that there are th- that unit doesn't exist. It is doesn't. what I'm saying. No, it was an office space. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We, we would like an explanation. Uh, I don't know, Manhattan Mini Storage, do you have like a super exclusive space for mm-hmm. Sarah Jessica Parker that we can find out about? Because we'll talk about it at the beginning of the podcast we'll if you pay it. us 15 cents a, a talk. Yeah. How would... <laughs> I'll, just, I'll take a free storage unit, whatever. Um... Blah, blah, blah. I mean, I have something yeah. that I... I forgot about this bit. So I've been giving Brady a lot of shit this series. And I shouldn't have. Because Brady was raised by a mother who aggressively (laughs) masturbates with a loud vibrator on while holding a conversation with him. No wonder Brady's out of his fucking mind. That was so bananas. That was the weirdest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. But also, for Brady, for a boy who's so sexually active and sexually obsessed... He knows he, what's going he on. He knows what's going on, right? How could yeah. And it's not just... I mean, the fact that she wouldn't, like, turn the vibrator off. Oh, my God. Just, like, her orgasm's more important than... Making sure that her son gets somewhere. <laughs> she's orgasming while she's talking to her son. What the fuck is going on? 
This uh, is the weirdest scene I've ever... And people don't talk about this scene. Yeah, Diwali is... Yeah, they fucked that up. Yeah, they fucked up a lot of things in this series. The whole thing is culturally inappropriate. It's transphobic. It's a bit racist. This is the weirdest (laughs) fucking scene I've ever seen in media. We expected all that. We expected them to be terrible. Uh I didn't expect a son to hold a conversation with his mom while she's pleasuring herself to orgasm. That's insane. Do you think it was like helping her? Do you think she was using it? I don't want to have that discussion. I want to. I want to have that discussion. <laughs> no, I don't want to have that discussion. I want to know what is wrong with this woman. Also, Cynthia Nixon directed this episode. Nice classic. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Well, here's the th- like. You know, it, it would have been one thing to just be like, uh, like, okay. Yeah. And then keep going. But she was like, okay, and make thing. sure, you know, don't be out too late because you got math in the morning. And, oh, what do you want for dinner? You want, mm, and, what do you, mm, And she immediately hits the vibe, turns the vibrator off. Right. Feels like, oh, God. Instead, After. she holds a conversation <laughs> and gets, like, more vocal. Oh, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I want to see the contrast of it. I want to see the other version where, like, Miranda walks in on Brady masturbating. Yeah, she'd be mortified. Double standard. I, Double standard everywhere. I hate to say it, everything that Brady does in this series is justified because he has an insane mother who hates him I mean, and has no respect for him. It may, you know, it really all tracks. If you had the kind of mother that is just constantly um, talking to you as she's pleasuring herself, Ugh. it might make sense that you would become so sexually obsessed so quickly, right? <sighs> I don't, I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. Miranda, I, you're not progressive I, enough for this. That I wrote that line <laughs> because that is the line of the fucking series. That's the line. You of are the not series. a, you are not progressive enough for this. That's the line of the fucking series. Oh, I loved it. <laughs> I, it, it's the only line in the series that like has any deeper meaning. It's like worth analyzing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else is just surface level nonsense. But I was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, all uh, of you. At least Charlotte can see it. <laughs> so, okay, also, what was Miranda masturbating to? Oh, my God, this, the Che Diaz, che Diaz fingering fantasy scene over and sequence. over again that we have to keep seeing. Oh, my God, it was it was so, it was, I couldn't take it. It was so, it was nasty. We um, have to keep, see, we already saw it. We didn't like it the first time. Stop forcing it on us. <laughs> You're allowed to do it. Just don't do it in front Please of don't. us. <laughs> I don't want to see it. God. <laughs> no, uh, it's that every time I see it, it's the flashback of that sound that she made. Cynthia uh, Nixon. That sound? Mm. The, uh, no gracias. No I gracias. like that the, uh, the part of the fantasy sequence that they kept going back to uh, was the part where, like, they, they did this in both sequences where Che Diaz asked for consent. They, they were really, <laughs> oh, yeah. they were really hitting the nail on, on that one. <laughs> they said, "Is it okay I if I do?" They this? said fingering so many times that I really didn't like it. Okay, it's not an affair; it's a finger. <laughs> Maybe I'm a Charlotte this episode. Charlotte, God bless, fucking Kristen Davis. She has such a burden in this series to be the comic relief. Yeah, and she's doing a great she... job. She's making me 
shit my pants laughing. I am to I'm, be the comic relief, but also to have dramatic storylines in every single episode. <laughs> I know, but they're very funny. When <laughs> So the thing with the dolls, right? Uh, yeah, so Lily's like, Lily I like and Rock. my room. And Rock's like, I want to paint my wall, and I don't want those dolls anymore. And Charlotte's, Charlotte's like, my modern Alexander international doll collection? <laughs> <laughs> I like, too, that Lily was like, yeah, none of us like the dolls. Yeah. It's not about our gender identity. These are creepy things that are culturally inappropriate. We don't, we don't like them. <laughs> I have a question, though. Would you be able to say that to your mom? I feel like I would just have those ugly dolls in my room the whole time, like, my whole childhood, because I'd be like, I don't want to hurt her feelings. You know, I you know, I should ask my sister about that, because my sister did have, like, a couple, not a lot, but, like, a couple of those really ugly dolls in her room. Yeah. Which I think, like, one of my, my uh, aunts gave her. I'm going to ask. I'm going to ask my sister. I'll get back to you. Okay. Yeah, my grandma was really into, like, giving weird dolls. I didn't like dolls growing up because, as a child, I recognized I was too young to be a mother. Mm. And that's something I still carry with me to this day. Oh, that's so interesting. Yeah, isn't that interesting? Like, how we it's kind of so put that weird. onto little girls. Like, hey, your purpose is to be a mother. Play mom. Yes. It's fun. Isn't this fun? Don't you want this? Don't you want this for the rest of your life? Or isn't this what you should work toward for your entire being? Don't even but go to college. But that's literally what it is. Don't even learn how to read. Just learn how yes. to be a mom. Yes. And I don't know what it was inside of me, but I was like, I feel very weird about Like, I would play with Barbie dolls because those were like cool teens. But like having <laughs> a baby doll was weird. Yeah. <laughs> having a baby doll, it was like... This isn't my baby. I'm a baby. Why would right. I? Why would a baby have a baby? That doesn't make any sense. One of those dolls my sister had. It it haunts me to this day. It was like the Mona Lisa. The eyes would. Yeah, they're creepy. You. Mm-hmm. Like you go to that side of the room, the eyes would like. Oh yeah. God, fucking bizarre. It was bazonkers. I would have nightmares. I would have to like. This was like back when my sister and I shared a a room. Like like when we were very very young. I would like. Oh, yeah, I shared a room with my brother for a while too. <laughs> Look Isn't it us. funny that you do that? It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> it, you know, it's like, I almost forget that that happened because that, yeah. it didn't last long. Uh, Wait, know. this okay. is a crazy side note. Um, the reason that Marlon and I stopped sharing a bedroom, probably when I was in like maybe third or fourth grade, my mom was gardening outside mm. and this older woman was like driving by or taking a walk or something and stopped by and talked to my mom. And she was like, oh, I used to live there. There's the three bedrooms upstairs. And my mom was like, no, there's two bedrooms. Oh, my God. And this older lady went, no, there's the two bedrooms. And then you go through the bathroom and there's another bedroom. And she was referring to straight up a closet. <laughs> but once my mom told us this, my mom was like, I'll take that room. And <laughs> until my older brother moved out and went to college, we, like, redid this, like, closet space inside the bed like marlon to get to his bedroom would have to go through my parents room and the bathroom to get to his bedroom (laughs) wow so that was like a like a harry potter kind of situation it really was yeah (laughs) it was definitely and we definitely made that comparison (laughs) uh oh i have a question um yes the park where miranda and her professor are uh drinking coffee in was that washington square park did they travel from Columbia? No, to I didn't Square think that was Park Washington Park Square for a Park. Cup of coffee? It really looked like it. 
Um, you know what? I actually, I'm usually pretty good at clocking where they are in New York. I didn't clock where they were. Yeah, it was tough. That was a tough one. That was a that was a, t- that was a toughie. That was a tough um, one. I really liked the professor this episode. She is yeah. not trying to talk to Fertile Myrtle because she did IVF, didn't take. Okay. And Fertile. now she's like, I don't know if I want to have a baby. Fertile Myrtle's husband. When he's talking to the professor, I forget her name, oh and her husband. Naya. Naya and her husband. And Andre, he says, I believe. And he says, a couple like you, you gotta have babies. Insane. I was like, who Insane. the fuck would ever say that? Especially knowing that this couple is struggling to have knowing. a baby. It seems so clear. It seems like everyone knows that they're struggling to have a baby. She says it earlier where she's like, it's really expensive. IVF is really expensive. It's really hard on my body. Gotta have a baby. You guys go. Oh, you guys, you gotta have a baby. I I want to get to the part of the story where they tell us why they want to have a baby so bad. Um, They kind of did with um that sit-down dinner with Miranda that didn't really make any sense. Where she is, uh, Naya saying... She wants to have a baby, but she's also worried that it's going to, like, ruin her life. So she's kind of, like, going back and forth, whereas she doesn't want it to be too late and she can't have a baby. Oh. Yeah, I, I feel like she's kind of, like, you know, not yeah. a girl, not yet a woman. I guess I wasn't paying situation. attention because it was very serious and heavy. Well, if you don't pay attention to the serious parts, <laughs> you're, you're missing 90% of the show. Well, it's, it's pretty much all serious. Um, <laughs> speaking of of serious, this uh, does this plastic surgeon want to fuck Harry? Do you mean Anthony? Uh, no, I feel like he got over Anthony pretty quickly and started. Oh, sorry, I thought you said Harry. No, uh, Carrie. Okay, you, you know, well the, that makes more sense. The, the main character. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said Harry. Um, no, I thought he wanted to fuck uh, Anthony. You did? Well, I mean, I, like, he was flirting with Anthony in the beginning, but he very quickly went to Carrie and was like, I mean, he called her fabulous. If you call a woman fabulous, that's... Cool. No, what he's doing is he is being a genius plastic surgeon. What he's saying is, it's totally up to you, because he doesn't want her to feel forced into anything. He doesn't want her to feel ugly, because he's a plastic surgeon. It's not his job to make someone feel ugly. It's his mm. job to be like... If these are the options, mm. I thought he was a great salesman. Actually, he was a very good salesman. I did like uh, when they do the the scan, and he's like, "We could do this, this, this." And she, is that and technology she goes, oh, available? I don't technology? think so. <laughs> I think it also. I think it is, but like maybe not like that, or maybe I don't know. It, it Real might quick, be. Though, <laughs> Carrie doesn't go in giving her insurance to anyone. She goes in as a friend to Anthony. There's no way in your friend's consultation you get to go, I too would like a consultation. And by the way, use the $10,000 machine on me. Oh, you've never tried to like piggyback onto someone else's medical appointment? No, I haven't been in a doctor's appointment with another person since I was a child. Yeah, like, like hey, I know my friend is here because their appendix is about to burst, but I've got this like scab on my arm. Would you no. mind taking a look real quick? It's driving me nuts. Is Carrie paying the bill on this? I guess Anthony would be paying the bill on this. Well, he he's going to be pissed. Yeah. I also love that he remakes her face into the face from the theme song. Yeah. And she was and like, then they play the theme her? song underneath. <laughs> what the fuck? 
That was so. Oh, th- that was not the only. Th- they were really having fun with like the musical cues in this episode. Did you notice when they're in, when Carrie and Charlotte are in the the storage office, and mm-hmm. they're going through all the stuff, and she opens up Big's records, and then very quietly under them was like this instrumental version of that song that Big was singing in Portuguese. <sighs> in the first episode. Did you catch that? No, I didn't. Oh, I caught that. Oh, I was like, I was like, that's attention (laughs) to detail. That's HBO money. That's what we want to see. Um, I, what did we think about this conversation with Carrie, Miranda and Charlotte about, uh, facelifts at the picnic? Yeah. The picnic, the picnic where Miranda was dressed like the table. (laughs) Two ways. She had a top and a bottom that did match. I did did And both looked like the table. (laughs) What an ugly fucking thing to put her in. Well, I thought it was kind of funny that that Charlotte's the one that's like, there's nothing wrong with a facelift and a little filler because it's like of the three of them who has had the most work done. But the thing is, we don't know who of the three of them has had the most work done. The most apparent work done. The most apparent work done is her. Mm -hmm. I would assume that all three of them have had work done. Yeah, probably. I don't because know. the other most I, people in yeah. Hollywood have sure, but I think SJP and, and Cynthia they've they look it looks very natural, right? It, yes, it, like they look they just look like they have money and like the money is keeping them young. Yes, yes as yes. opposed to Charlotte. I mean, uh, um, Kristen, Kristen Davis, Davis looks like she, uh, you know, maybe went to a guy that got a little a little happy. Oh my God, I heard the craziest story. Someone Hmm. told me that when she was um, like a like a teenager and she was getting braces, she went to the orthodontist and it was like this old man orthodontist, and he was like, "There's not enough room in here," and he pulled out two of her teeth, Ah. (laughs) and now she has like like a gap in between her fang and like this tooth right here, like. (laughs) <laughs> he just pulled it out. Okay, I'm gonna be honest. I don't think those are the ones that you're supposed to pull out. If you oh, I don't think, I think so. You start from the back. I, I was like, and you work your way up. old man that was like, I, I just want to pull some fucking teeth. It's also crazy that I'm sure her parents were there and they went, yeah, yeah, definitely. I pull those teeth. <laughs> Not enough room in here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wild. Uh, where I stand is, I agree. I agree with Kristen Davis. I think uh, I think people get too judgy, especially about women, because the thing is, like we have said, especially SJP, there's no way she hasn't had work done. She looks mm. fabulous. Yeah. But I think it's stupid that we judge women for getting work done. Yeah, I, I don't really like you do you is kind of my stance, right? Yeah. Like if it makes you feel better about yourself, go for it. Um, I guess I'll, we'll I get do a think little... people get carried away, and I do think people go to like you know, bad plastic surgeons who really fuck up their faces. Um, yes. Here's one thing that I don't love. I don't love when, again, get as much, much plastic surgery as you would like. I don't love when people then go on to be like the Maybelline girl or the cover girl and then <laughs> pretend that like fucking Neutrogena is what got them there. I don't like that because that then sells this fake narrative to people who aren't in the entertainment industry, people who yeah. don't have the money of Jennifer Aniston, mm-hmm. for example. And, like, Avino's not doing that girl any wonders. Right. It's like uh, it's like Jared, before he was, you know, 
touching kids. It, Jared, the subway guy, was like, I love eating subway. And it's like, yeah. Well, he might like have been touching kids then. Exercise too. and yeah, he's probably, and touching kids. Touching kids keeps you young. Yeah, I mean, so, thin. Um, <laughs> I don't agree with thin. that. And <laughs> touching kids say, solves having, all your problems. Having edited this podcast, uh, there's not a single episode where I don't have to spell out to everyone that pedophilia is bad. I have to do that every single episode, and I don't. I don't care for it. I mean, look, we all. Know I listen it's to bad. myself and I go, "Why did I have to say this once again?" Episode after episode, I have to go on and explain why pedophilia is bad, and I'm sick of it. They know. They know it's bad. It doesn't seem like it. Because I have to watch Brady have sex multiple episodes. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, that's true. Mm. He I, can't wait. I can't wait to find out what the pedophilia thing is next week. Ay, ay, ay. I gotta say, I'm, I'm getting real sick of watching these fucking episodes. Oh, yeah. I really felt that this time. It, it, it is, uh... I mean... It's so upsetting because... I loved the original really series. Fun, yeah. I wanted to share the original series, and this series, I'm just like, don't watch it. It's not good. Yeah, no, just listen feels to like you, just listen it to Lily. You got to come in and be like, okay, well, I recognize that they were transphobic this episode, and I recognize that they didn't have a great grasp on Diwali, even though obviously <laughs> they should. Oh, but I actually like, for, so I I texted this uh, this Indian girl I know, and I asked her um, here. I said. Uh, what do you think of the Indian representation in the new Sex and the City? And she said, I liked that character. She had real Samantha energy, but the overall effort was pathetically transparent. So take that, Indian writer who wrote this episode. You are yeah, pathetic Brave on you to text your one Indian friend. Yeah. <laughs> it was. I was hoping she would say something funnier. Um, <laughs> but, you know, win something. Very, very brave. <laughs> very brave. I... <laughs> what uh, else happened in this episode um, oh my favorite thing in the picnic when uh miranda says like oh fuck well it was something about they she said they and charlotte goes there are others <laughs> which was obviously just a writer's thing of being like uh, they still don't get pronouns. I, I thought it was very funny. It, that to me, that's another instance of like, poor Kristen Davis is saddled with all <laughs> the comic relief. <laughs> but I was like, they've been calling Jay Diaz they the entire series, which now has taken place over multiple months. Yes. Mm-hmm. So for multiple months, Kristen Davis has, or Charlotte, York Glattenberg, <laughs> maybe. Has known about Che Diaz. Wait, what was went to the comedy concert? Name? Had a fantasy about Che Diaz on a boat, on a yacht. Yeah. Oh on yeah, a ferry. that was interesting. That is was Charlotte, never touched on. Is Charlotte into Che Diaz? Uh, it's really not touched on, right? Are Charlotte and Miranda gonna have a threesome with Che Diaz? No, that would be wild. And I'm sure there's a porn parody of it somewhere. Oh, that. <laughs> As produced by no one will watch TV. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, wait. This I thought was... So let's talk about the picnic. Yes. First of all, Miranda has beat alcoholism in one episode. Yes. Good for her. Good for her. She... Takes most people a lifetime. Took her one episode. Took her one Proud episode. Her. Last thing we see of this woman is her pouring a Negroni down the sink. All of a sudden, she's defeated it. Yeah. It's no awesome. cravings. 
now she's just masturbating in front of her son, which yeah, I so think she, is worse. Well, she, yeah, she's uh, it, and this is this is Miranda's word. She's replaced her alcoholism with obsessive compulsive masturbation. Yeah. Uh, this woman's really got something missing from her life. Um, so my question to you, Lillian, is what's 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 better, alcoholism or, or obsessive masturbation? Um, well, I think when one happens in front of your son, mm. the masturbating thing is, like I said earlier, is the most inappropriate thing I've ever fucking seen. But alcoholism in front of your son is okay. That's what you're saying. That's no, what you I'm not just saying said. That you said. That is what I've said. We heard. <laughs> I did say that. Yeah, you're right. I did say that. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, that actually is a thing with people who have addictive personalities, right? Yeah. Where you're addicted to alcohol. And then you stop drinking alcohol, and then you get addicted to other things. A lot of people will get addicted to AA meetings, or they'll start doing yoga and meditating. They'll get addicted to that. Where Mm. you know, it's I guess it is better to get addicted to healthier things, but it still is just putting your addiction somewhere else. Oh, meditation! Just like "Mm, what a fucking rush. Fuck Fuck yeah, meditation. Well, I don't think they all get off on (laughs) their things. You added that. Well, I replaced masturbation with meditation, so I I take it. um, Yeah, I get it. I get how you got there. Now, what do you think Charlotte shouted after Miranda? She said, so she did say, um, you're not progressive enough for this, which I love. And, I mean, if you have more thoughts on that, I would love to hear them. But other than that, she said, you're having a midlife crisis. You should have just dyed your hair. As Carrie, I agree with Carrie there. She shouldn't have said that. But was she wrong? Uh, yes, she was wrong because... You think so? Tell me. Because she's been kind of attacking Miranda for her appearance this whole series and saying that she looks old, she should dye her hair, she should dye her hair. Um, So obviously Miranda's having a... Whether or not Miranda is in love with Che Diaz, Miranda's obviously having... A crisis. I think to say a midlife crisis is kind of making it shallower than what it is. Yeah. But yeah, I think to be like, oh, this is this is just about your hair. Why don't you just do this? This is just get a haircut, get bangs. Right. That's not what Miranda's going through right now. Miranda hates her life. She's at the point that she is ready to leave her husband. She is having sex with other people in front of Carrie. Hmm blackout drunk in the middle of the day she's masturbating in front of her son Miranda needs serious help it's not the time to yell you should dye your hair so you, because so you think... now it's saying and on top of all that you look old <laughs> that's, not, that's not the time to do all that right, I didn't take it that way I took it as the equivalent of like you know a man in his 50s has an affair and someone says like why don't you just get a motorcycle yeah I don't think you should say that I think okay. that is how people I looked think... at things before. I think we especially are a generation where people are going to therapy a lot, where people yeah. are realizing that problems aren't always as surface level as they might appear. Mm. So I think to say, like, Miranda, well, so also, real quick, yeah. Miranda goes, I'm going to tell you something and you can't react to it. <laughs> And then says an an insane thing, right? Right. You're telling your best friend, I just cheated on my husband, who I've been married to for decades and have a child with, that I had sex in front of our other friend who's sitting here right now. While she had hip replacement surgery, we thought she was asleep. 
course Charlotte has a big reaction. Mm. Of course she has a big reaction. It'd be insane if she went, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Girl, <laughs> I've been, been there. there. <laughs> That'd be ins- Charlotte would be a bad friend if she didn't no, react I thought to Charlotte's that. reaction was totally <laughs> justified. I actually do think that she kind of hit it a bit. Charlotte? Because... Yeah, because yeah. normally you'd be like, what the fuck? What the fuck is wrong? You're having an affair. Yeah. It's I... not an affair. It's an affair. Oh, yeah. I didn't <laughs> like that. I didn't like that. Do you think it's an affair? Uh, I think... Okay. I think in this case it is an affair because Miranda is obsessed with JDS. You think it is? I think it is an affair because she... First of all, it's ongoing, right? This is not the first... It wasn't like a one-time thing. This is an ongoing thing. Uh, Well, one time is an affair. Is one time an affair? Yes. I thought an affair, like, it means, like, you know, uh, like an ongoing thing, right? Like, when Carrie was sleeping with Big, when Big was married to Natasha, that was an affair. Because that was, like, that was a long planned... An event or sequence of events. Oh, okay. So it's both. Okay. A sexual relationship between two people, one or both of whom are married to someone else. Mm, Okay. Yeah. So it's an affair. It's an affair. Webster's says it's an affair. Yeah. I don't even know if it was Webster's. It's just the first definition that Dictionary.com says it's an affair. And I trust dictionary.com. Yeah. And uh, because Miranda's now arguing that it's not an affair. When she's also arguing that she had sex with Che Diaz. Well, uh, Carrie also is sort of like, oh, Carrie says it's not a thing. I don't know what it is, but it's not a thing, right? Was that the line? Something like that? Yeah, well, she's saying big dying is a thing. Big dying is a thing, right. Because Carrie's like, why aren't we talking about me? So. Yeah, I mean, they've never <laughs> given her the opportunity to talk about her husband dying. I know. <laughs> <laughs> We get it. Move on already. <laughs> I do kind of like Carrie in this scene because Carrie, I also thought was kind of funny in this scene. Carrie is so like, la-di-da. Like, I had my conversation with Miranda already. You guys have to have this conversation and I don't have to be a part of it because guess what? My husband is dead and I've gone through the worst of it. You girls figure it out. Right. Who's suffering the most here? Um, Me. I'm the biggest victim here. I'm going to go to Indian brunch. <laughs> That's what Diwali is, right? No. Yeah. <laughs> See, I don't know because they didn't tell. Although the food, the the, the half a second amazing. they gave us of that table of Indian food looked great. Looked really good. Looked I really agree with good. that. I, yeah. So I, uh, I get why Carrie's like, can we please talk about my dead husband? <laughs> Uh, oh, and it, we should also probably talk about, like, so Miranda goes to storm off, and, and Carrie's like, we already lost Samantha. I won't lose you. You can disagree, but you can't leave. I thought that was kind of... I thought that was powerful. That was powerful. And they did. <laughs> and they sat down, and they disagreed. And in the end, isn't that what Sex in the City is all about? Yeah. It's just a bunch mm. of people disagreeing. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so Seema has a fake boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Yes. And her parents hate him. 
<laughs> well, they haven't met him. <laughs> they hate him. They hate him. Well, he's white. Would you tell your mom you had a boyfriend if you didn't? No, but also my mom's never really pressured me to have a boyfriend or a husband or a family. I also thought it was weird that, to me, it feels like a pretty easy solution, actually, for Seema to just lie and say that she has a boyfriend who can't show up to things. I don't know why Carrie was like, is it easier for them or easier for you? Yeah. Oh, my God. Wow. And she was like, I know I don't have a boyfriend carrie. Oh my God, carrie i'm not delusional <laughs> but oh and she already God. had a conversation with carrie where she was like please don't be please mean to me about mean being to me single i'm single <laughs> carrie goes, she carrie's just taking every fucking opportunity she can to be like hey remember how alone you are <laughs> yeah did you really know weird. i was and then she puts a little bracelet on carrie's wrist and carrie goes I am fine now. Yeah. And I can sniff big jackets again. Yeah, that was um Yeah. I don't know. What do you what do you do with your dead husband's suits? I mean, if he had suits like that, I would sell them on the internet. Yeah. But she doesn't need the money. She doesn't really need it. But like She doesn't have the closet space for it though. That's what I was She hardly has the closet space for her things. Well, she wore one of his blazers out was the final scene. Oh, is that what happened? I totally didn't catch that. Yeah, she is like in a dress, but she has his blazer. Oh, I thought she was just being stylish. Mm-mm, mm. Yeah, so she she's wearing them now. Gotcha. She's making them part of her wardrobe. Mm. So, uh, who were you? Who was I? <laughs> I was okay. I know who I was. I was Anthony's hot fella. <laughs> oh who yeah! Drop the bread. <laughs> You're holding the bread upside down. What? What? Oh, no. First second rule. First second rule. I love he was like, you're lucky you're hot. And he was like, thanks. Thanks, <laughs> bro. Uh, so that's who I was because, you know, we're not playing by the rules anymore. Mm. So I'm never going to be one of the girls again. Nice. Uh, I think I was Che Diaz because Miranda just can't stop thinking about me. <laughs> Wait. Also. When Miranda goes to DM yeah. Che Diaz as per the request, oh, it, and their Instagram is the, it's like the Che Diaz. I was like, this checks out. <laughs> this is spot on. <laughs> Wait, is that a real account? <laughs> Check, I'm checking right now. Uh, it was the real Che Diaz. No, I think it was just the Che Diaz. The che. And then it's a headshot of them like smiling upwards. <laughs> okay so it exists it has 19 followers <laughs> okay no this one was verified i don't know how many followers they had on the show on the show it said i remember it, it said like uh it was like eight hundred and sixty thousand, something like that and i was like nice, no fucking way this unfunny podcast host has that many followers they have a podcast they have a comedy concert on Netflix, perhaps. Maybe that's still not enough. Fucking let's. Uh, who's like name the the most B list comedian you can think of? I'm gonna look up how many followers there. Uh, well, I feel like I'm insulting someone. No, B. I mean, B list doesn't mean bad. It just means yeah. you know not like Dave Chappelle. Okay, uh, Jen Kirkman. Jen Kirkman. Yeah, I I feel like that's a. 88.3 thousand so that that would have okay, made yeah. sense to me 
but 800 something that that, like no fucking way i also i love jen kirkman i have to point out i follow her i'm one of the followers great great why not no disrespect to jen kirkman we have her on the show is she a fan she she is not a fan of Che Diaz, actually. I would love to have her on the show. I would love mm-hmm. to ask her what she thinks. <laughs> <laughs> She's actually aggressively anti-Che Diaz. That's great. Um, yeah, okay. So what would you like our, our followers to do? Uh, I guess they should... Um, uh, well, first they should like. Uh, and then I think... Uh, yeah, what do you think? How about you rate? rate? How about you rate five stars? Rate would be good. Kids. Five stars. If you would rate less than that, just rate more than that and then put... Just, yeah. You can say whatever you want in the comments. The important statistic is the is the rating, is the number of stars. So you can give it five Actually, stars be, and then say... it funny, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Five stars, worst podcast I've ever heard. Hate it. Great. And subscribing is good, too. Could subscribe. Tell a friend. Um, uh, word of mouth. That's a, that's how shows get out. Mouth, you know? That's really the big one, right? Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Word of mouth. It. Um, you could. You could. You could share it on your socials, yeah. on your Insta. You could do a spinoff podcast talking about what we talked about on this podcast. That'd I, be crazy. I would love that. We'd come on. We'd come on and We'd talk come to on. you about it. Yeah, every episode. <laughs> about Not what every we episode. talked we're, about. We're busy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And if you have any famous friends that like the show and want to come on, let us know. We'll have don't, them. Don't. Send us send us a DM. DM we us. are at the JDS. <laughs>